Overrated. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Zin, 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 A Violin, by Lloyd Moss, illustrated by Marjorie Priceman, published by Simon and Schuster Books for Young Readers. Zin 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 A Violin is a verse novel that teaches the reader about instruments in an orchestra. It starts on one instrumentalist and works its way up to a group of ten instrumentalists, teaching you what each number group would be called. This is also a Caldcott honor book. Let's see if it lives up to its accolades. The novel opens on a man dressed up like Abraham Lincoln, top hat and all. His knees are bent the wrong way, and he's wailing on the bone. The old trombone. He seems to be playing to two cats lounging on a vintage chair. Where the hell is he? I don't know. But looking at the cats tear up that chair, we know he's a cat person, so we know he's a psycho. Next, a lady in a blue dress comes along, hooting on a trumpet, and her foot is up by her mouth. I don't claim to play the trumpet, but that doesn't seem like an optimal way to blow. But clearly she's talented. The book states, quote, And one and two-o, they're a duo. End quote. That's a terrible attempt at a rhyme. Two-o, come on, you couldn't take the time to make it a rhyme with two real words? A man with a handlebar mustache comes in, puffing the French horn, and a mouse comes out of it. Clearly this guy doesn't take care of his equipment, or play all that often, if he doesn't even know a mouse is living in his horn. Is this a guy they really want in their group? They must be desperate. Well, another bad rhyme comes, stating they are now a trio. This charade continues, with both a cello and a violin player tickling it making it a quintet. Then a lady comes in tooting the flute, followed by the woodwinds, making it a nanette. And a dog is introduced, too. There seems to be absolutely no reason to introduce the animals except to distract the reader from how boring this novel is. The counting ends with the introduction of the harp, making it ten players, or a chamber group. Great, we have a group, but there's no storyline here. We just counted to ten with instruments. You finally get a reference to where the group is with three pages to go. This orchestra enters a hall, with conductor and all. Yet, this conductor must not give a shit about his job, because the two cats, mouse, and dog are all on stage. Not very professional. Taking your pets to work to another level. The pets dance then take a seat in a box. Must not be a good orchestra if there are seats available for animals. And the orchestra puts on a show. Finally, the book comes to a conclusion on the pets sleeping next to the cello. I guess it's backstage. These pictures aren't very good. While I do love learning something while reading, and I did, learning the name of different size groups all the way up to ten, and getting to see the different instruments in an orchestra... With no relation to Randy Moss, Lloyd Moss's writing left more to be desired. Some of his rhymes were outright lazy. 
even though I'll give him credit for at least attempting. But neither his writing or Marjorie Priceman's illustrations established where this story took place till the later half of the book, when my attention had already waned. I also thought the illustrations tried too hard to be artsy, while sacrificing building the story. I honestly didn't see the talent in the pictures that would qualify it to be a Coldcott Award winner. Summing up, the fact that I learned a lot saved this book. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around, and go back for several more bites. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.